another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farver. I am your host. Uh, this is an amazing episode we have with comedian Sarah Perry joining us. You might remember her from episode 73 and 164. On this episode, however, she had an interesting story happen. Uh, some of you might know if you watched our, my Instagram story, uh, she had something happen over quarantine we had to address. And and to do that, we brought in the pros. We brought in a therapist and comedian Marty DeRosa. You might know him from uh, Wrestling with Depression, amazing podcast. Marty and Sarah love wrestling. His stand-up or his amazing, amazing podcast, Make Us a Mixtape with yours truly. Uh, super fun episode, super educational. It gets a little deep, it gets a little dark, but hey, nothing. we're nothing if we're not real on this podcast. Sarah Perry is awesome. She's going to crush it in life, and hopefully she, one day she'll look back on this episode and say, yeah, those boomers, Paul Farvar and Marty DeRosa were right. It's a fun episode. You'll love it. Check out my website, Paul F. Comedy, for upcoming shows. I'm not going to uh, jinx it and say where I am because every time I do, that show gets canceled. Um, subscribe to this website if you haven't already, this website, this podcast, and uh, give us a five-star review. One person gave us a one-star review, and you would be shocked at how much that messes up the logarithm, the logarithm or whatever in terms of my ratings. So please, if you like the podcast, give us a five-star review. It takes two seconds. Um and uh, it helps the logarithm and the conditional love I get from my parents. Um, yeah, I've got shows up. Paul F. Comedy, I said, uh, August and October, I have dates scheduled. September, I have something cool happening I don't want to discuss because I don't want to jinx it. And uh, email me if you want to talk about anything that we talked about on this episode or any episodes. I, I am going to start talking about it. I wish I could do another viewer mail episode. Uh, I did that a while back and maybe... I think it was a 200th episode. We'll do another one coming up shortly. But I will uh, start addressing those up top here. Uh, Alexis wrote uh, about the Lane Moore episode we had. Um, she said her two cents are nine to fivers have a consistent schedule, free weekends that aren't traveling so you can work around your schedule, you being comedians or musicians. Uh, if you have two people traveling or working nights, I think it's even harder to see each other. Yes, they may need to go to bed early, but they don't but don't think that's a big deal. Also, you have the one person who needs more attention, likes to be the center of attention with a comedian and musician. I see more drama, fans, outside shit. Good argument. Think about comedian talk show hosts who have been married a long time in solid relationships. Oh, like David Letterman? Huh, just kidding. Uh, Conan actually is a good example of that. The spouse isn't in the limelight, and they're usually normal people, solid, grounded, constant one who is keeping shit going at home. Well, Alexis, you are wrong. No, I'm just kidding. That's a good argument. Hey, uh, that's that's your opinion. I don't disagree necessarily. Uh, I just think it's hard when you're starting a relationship to uh, explain that to people who might not understand uh, the comedian schedule, the hustle, and why we are doing an open mic on a on a weekday or a, a show for five minutes where we might not get paid uh, instead of going to dinner or hanging out with them. Anyway. You're entitled to your opinion. Please email me. Really, I, I do want to hear what you guys think or what you guys want to hear. Or if you have guests you want me to interview, I will uh, gladly consider it. Uh, we want to have some more um, d uh, diversity and uh, various voices of people who are single recently or otherwise. pfarvar at gmail.com. Also, most importantly, I've said this before, please, please, please check out our sponsors. Enjoy this episode. Hey, singles only folks. Have I ever... Uh steered you wrong have i ever you know 
giving you bad advice. I, I've been here for four years now for some of you guys. The longest relationship I've ever been in is with this podcast. And uh, I've given you everything I can. I brought guests that have informed you, entertained you, told you how to date, told you how not to date. And now I'm bringing you another tool, a superpower, if you will. It's called the Keys Dating Keyboard. You download this app and it saves you thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in dating. What it is is it has messages for every situation, breaking the ice, being flirty, responding to something that was asked of you, um, or most importantly, breaking up with someone or ending things. Instead of ghosting, you can be a responsible person and choose multiple different responses. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. When I saw this app, I was like, I need to, I need to get this to my folks. And, you know, it's been proven that uh, singles spend over 8,000 messages, you know, hours on apps uh, until they find what they're looking for. Well, this is going to save you so much more time. It's a free app for you guys. That's what I'm going to do for you. You guys download the app. It's, uh, if, you, if you Google dating keyboard keys or uh, keys keyboard, um, it's going to pop up. Promo code singles only free. Boom. Don't tell me I don't do anything for you guys. So this is. It's being, you know, it, only certain people have access to this, but you guys are going to be ones that have it. You guys are basically going to be testers on this app. And um, I'm inviting you to listen to this, to use it, and uh, before it's released to the general public, tell me what you think. Download the app. Use the password. Singles only to get in. Anyone that signs up will be free for one year. One year of free usage. I don't know what else to tell you. I am doing everything I can to get you guys to stop listening to this podcast and, and find love, whatever the hell that means. Keys, dating, keyboard. Promo code, singles only. You're welcome. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farber. On this episode, we have an amazing guest coming up. But right now, uh, we have a special guest uh, return as a voice of reason from over 170 episodes ago, uh, Marty DeRosa. Yeah. We co-host another podcast yeah. called Make Us a Mixtape. And I had a episode ready to go with... Um, our guest here, and I had no voice of reason. I'm like, Marty seems like a reasonable guy. I think I've gotten quite reasonable over the years. Yeah, well, because you did one of the first episodes of the podcast when you were single, which Ooh. is still one of my favorites. And nice. then you got into a serious What was I talking about relationship. Uh, Did we, I talk about why I was single? We talked about how you wanted to meet a we made oh, a, a fantasy woman. Who I wanted. Had, I met a woman who her her husband either died in nine eleven or was gay, and everybody was cool with everything. Yeah, and we were friends. Oh, I didn't want him to die in nine eleven because I wanted to be friends with them. Right. So he first just, he decided he was gay. He right. was just like, and they're great. They're still friends. Uh, and you came in and yeah. helped raise their child. <laughs> it was a great episode. And then I do remember that you were the I voice. sold that screenplay for a million dollars. It was such a good episode. And then coming soon to Hulu. Then you uh, were the voice of reason yeah. with a couple. Uh, I think Tessa uh, Orsich mm -hmm. and uh, Alex Dragovich, mm -hmm. and it, it became too broy. Is that what, what, they, is that what, what our the, guests were, is were that what called? The critics say? Yeah, okay. that's what our, our critics said. I think I, I asked Alex how what his what his penis situation was. <laughs> I was curious because he's a big so tall, tall guy, and yes. I was like, if you got even just a regular one, sometimes these big tall guys, <laughs> oof, it, it would be in it would be uh, it wouldn't be the yes. size. But it now would, I'm very reasonable, very reasonable, and uh, uh, I'm ready. And, and I'm we ready. didn't have a voice of reason. Someone that I went to therapy this week. Yeah. I'm feeling 
emotionally cleansed. Uh, our guest, comedian uh, uh, Sarah Perry, who's been on episode 73 and 164, making her triple episode <laughs> wow. ep- uh, uh, now entrance. I, I loved 73. I have some issues with 164. <laughs> and, I well, think, and I think you know what they are. Oh my Actually, God. it's funny because 73, I believe... Well, hi, Sarah. Hi, hi. Thank uh, you. Hi. Sarah and I talk all the time uh, during the quarantine, and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get to what recently happened to her, but... I felt like it would be too broy with Sarah and I shitting on relationships. So I was like, you could be like the voice of reason. Sure, I'd love to. We'll oh, see. Sarah, real quick before we get started, for the AMSR heads out there, <laughs> um, click your nails on your glass. Oh, she has Hold on. savage Sh- nails. Paul, shut the fuck up. Wait. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the ASMR heads are going to enjoy that. So yeah. Oh, even better. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> what would you describe your uh, nail situation? How would I describe it? Yes. They're like. What are they called? They're Gel X nails. They're pointy and they have black flames on them. They're very they're cool. Just, <laughs> very they're cool. They're badass. We'll take a picture of them. So and I literally was putting on my underwear today and it poked a hole in my underwear. Yeah, it did. Guess where? <laughs> guess where? Right, 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 right where it needs to be. Brown town. Yeah, because I put on entrance. my underwear like this. <laughs> Isn't that a saying? I put my underwear on one crotch uh, and then the legs. Yes. At, a, at a time. No. Is it? I don't know. So, Sarah, the first episode you had, if you recall, I, um, you had just been, you just broke up with a comedian friend, one of my dear friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was years ago. Yeah. You were 17 at the time. <laughs> Chris we, Delia, okay. your dear friend, Chris Delia. Chris Delia. No, uh, we weren't really like together, though. Well, we were just casually dating. You were but- sad. I was sad. Yeah, I knew it was coming though because mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. moving. But yes. I was definitely sad for sure. And then the last time you were on, yeah, you had just begun or had about to meet somebody on a first or second date who you ended up dating. What? For, uh, yeah, for a while. Uh, who? Who you have just broken up with. Wait, was, when was I on this? So you, oh my God. This feels like Sarah. a... Wait, I'm so sorry. It was we, right before this yeah, relationship? because you texted me and you're like, oh my God, I did oh. your podcast and I met this guy. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. It was right before. That's what I meant. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were saying it was right after I met him. Did I say after, do you, Marty? I don't remember. I don't you, know. you weirded it really. Do you ever you get worded pe- it really weird. Do you ever get people who are like, you need to erase my episode? Oh, all the time. I said, <laughs> unbelievable. They, we tell them it's not going to happen. That's what I would get with wrestling with depression. People would be like, I can't. We're not even recording there. right now. This is just, <laughs> this is just ther- therapy. This is, therapy. This is just an intervention, Marty. Because yeah. uh, of my jean shorts? See, guys, I didn't You guys okay. are giving me a jean shorts intervention? So that was probably like a little over a year ago. Yes. Okay. It was right before, and you were so excited. And we have a. We have a show together called Drink Day Laugh, and you were like, guess what? That's right after I did your podcast, I'm like, well, I'm going to release it. You're like, yeah, I don't care. I told them about it. That's and I was great. Like, I totally and forgot about that. then from a rumor mill I heard at the comedy bar when you were on stage telling everybody, you got dumped during the quarantine. Paul, through, through, through a rumor or through what I said? <laughs> I said through the comedy bar when you were on stage. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very much so. Paul's very like, much. this is a hard-hitting interview. I know. I I. I was prepared i'm prepared but yes that is what happened and i and i have i have joe it really did happen and i have um like i was telling you guys before we started recording i have like 10 new minutes just on that and it's very funny stuff by the way thank you and i know it you mean it because i was there you laughed out loud you never do that with me no 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 no. someone does jokes and you know both people involved and you're like oh i know everyone in this joke because everyone else is like they do jokes about like oh i was lift this but like it's my life sure and get over it not you get over it but like you know what i mean like i I told this he knows what he's getting in i told him the first day we met 
that's what, you know. He knows anyone that's dating comedian knows. And and I never I don't say anything bad about him. I didn't I never mentioned his name. I never no. say anything like that. But I I've had people come up to me that have literally said, "Oh my god, that was so funny. How did you think of that?" And I go, think of what? And they're like, those jokes. I'm like, that happened. <laughs> that happened. And they go, no, nobody well, would do that to somebody right a, now. After a show, one time somebody goes, of all the things you can make up, you decided to make that up? Ugh. And I was like, there's nothing made. What are you, <laughs> Legit, what are you talking People about? think that I'm, they, they, they don't think it really happened. And I'm like, it, yeah. It, it happened. Uh, so just to be clear, you dated, and this is funny because on this podcast, I always tell people not to date other comedians. Right. And he was a musician who I was like, this is the perfect for <laughs> for the podcast. I'm like, this is what you should do. You think Comedi- all comedians should date musicians? Yeah. I've been pushing I've only that ever, years. now that I think about it, I've only ever dated musicians, I think. Yeah. Or see, my serious relationships have yeah. only been with musicians. Yeah. yeah. And oh, last time you were on, you were talking about front bottoms guy. You were going to uh, marry him. And, I still think about it. Yeah. yeah. But so he was a musician and uh, you screwed up. What happened, Sarah? Tell I us screwed <laughs> up. Oh, my God. I knew I, so I, I should have waited a little bit Sarah. longer. I'm still so raw. No, I, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I really you don't know. You were cut off guard. And that's during the, quarantine. And that's the thing, because I told this person the day that we met, one, I'm a comedian. I'm going to talk about shit on stage. And two, I and you know this about me. I do not have a good history with relationships and with men. Mm-hmm. Every dude that's ever dumped me has totally blindsided me. I, and I think I talked about this the last I had a dude that fucked me the morning we woke up. And then that afternoon he texted me. We're done. And then got back with his ex-girlfriend that night. And That's then I had a dude that like fucked me and then the condom broke and we went to go get plan B and then the next day I go, Hey, what's up? And he goes, why are you texting me? <laughs> like I've That's had, terrible. I've had, I've just, I, you know, I've had shit like that. And, and I, whenever I break up with a guy, I've broken up with like two or three people in my life. I always, I let them know the second I'm feeling not into it anymore. I'm mm-hmm. like, Hey. I don't know if this is going to work. This is how it, because yeah. I think I, I don't speak your mind, speak your mind. I don't understand when people don't do it. I think they don't do it because they want to not hurt the other person. But in the long run, you're going to be hurting them even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I didn't know anything was wrong. I thought everything was good. I had my birthday at the end of April. I got this. Sweet you were just to be clear, you guys were not quarantined together. We were not quarantined you have together. Roommates he and has stuff. roommates. I had roommates. His roommates were a little freaked out, rightfully so. My roommates were a little freaked out. We so we went, I think, like a week and a half, two weeks without seeing each other, and then we were like, we can't stand it. He, we need to see each other. We need to see each other. We need to fuck each other. You came over, it was great. And then my birthday was a couple weeks later. He came over for my birthday. It was wrote you a song called Sarah. You wrote, well, wrote me a beautiful card, a little scavenger hunt, all the clues rhyme. Scavenger hunt. It was Wait, what? Gay. And I. <laughs> Which brings us to our next point. We have him here with us. No, it's just like it was just the, the cheesiest shit. And at the end, I found my gift, and this card was just professing gushing. his love, gushing. That night, it was the best birthday. Even though it was quarantine, we had, you know we were fucking having fun and blah 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 and lovey lovey lovey. And then two weeks later, he came over and 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 I told you, I know. He died. You told me to write a joke about this because I know he dumped me in eight minutes. Because he texted me that smor- that I'm morning. Over. Hi, sweetheart. Can we talk after work? And I was like, talk. Whenever someone says talk, I'm like, bad talk. And he goes, no, not a bad talk. It's always bad talk. And Whenever I go, says that, it's well, and I go, talk. I go, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, I'm sure. And I go, okay, I love you. And he goes, I love you too. And he came over. He said, I'm here. I looked at you know my clock. And then eight minutes, cellular phone. And then eight minutes later, I'm in my room crying. And I'm like, oh my God, that took eight minutes. And so you want me to write a joke saying I gave him the light? It was a guest spot. (laughs) It was a 
podcast spot break. It's like you got the light. You're like, all right, he only had 10 minutes in his head. He's like, I got to go under. And I don't want to be like, I don't want to be fucking like, well, feel bad for me. Everybody gets dumped. But I will tell you, getting broke, blindsidedly broken up with in this unprecedented times in this time pandemic i don't um, if anybody else has times. if anybody else listening has gotten dumped please like message me i want to know how you're dealing with it because i legit people are getting divorced during this time i yeah. it's i can't even explain it to you because well you, you can't see your friends to, like, i do couldn't shit. do anything i sat in my apartment i couldn't go to a this show this was I before do, shit was open up in chicago correct by the way. this yeah. was like a month than a half ago I couldn't go I didn't have a day job anymore I was dealing with like a medical issue a minor medical issue with my vagina which I told you about mm-hmm. and then I <laughs> couldn't that was go, episode uh, 70 I couldn't go to Mike's I couldn't go vagina, to shows guys. I couldn't see friends it was That's I literally yeah I'll say it later but I literally had to sit in my girls who have it they want everyone I can't, to know Mike. I can't I can't okay well but here's the thing do you think that uh you talked about your medical procedure and you talked about these guys who had sex with you and then they dump you like <laughs> Do you think that there's like a pattern here with uh No, I the, think I think uh legit something is wrong with me. I don't not f- physically, but You don't I, think it's you think it's 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 something else? I don't know. I think I have this theory that I am very fortunate and blessed in so many other aspects of my life. I just don't think that I'm Gonna, relationships i'm gonna have a good relationship well, ever why do you need one what, what is it that you because i felt need, so? i felt what it feels like to be in love and feel loved for the first time and it's like fucking magical and and it and now looking back at it and uh at what he has said and done i don't even know if it was all real it could have been like all, all fake all like lies. magic it was fake Probably. And so, no, I don't. And that's the thing. And I told you that on my on the last podcast. I like being alone. I've lived alone most of my life. I've been alone most of my life. I like it. I enjoy it. And then when someone comes in, I like fucking fall hard. I go all in like this is my relationship. I'm in it. And so when that's cut off, it's I will get back to normal and liking being alone again. But it does take a while. So it's like I would just rather nobody... <laughs> It's just so okay. It's not so worth let's let me just let me play devil's advocate here sure. in the sense that you liked being alone last time I talked. I'm like, cool. You're gonna be like, uh, this is your future. You can see how life. Well, I'm a very you, happy person. Yeah, I was like, I told you. I think I said I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna find my soulmate when I'm like 47 or something. I yeah, think I told you that. Yeah, when I was 47, 20 years ago, I felt <laughs> the same way. But I'm just saying, like, you think that you had this magical thing. You're like, now I like being in a relationship. But now you're you're questioning if it was real. And maybe in three months you're gonna be like, yeah, it wasn't real. Maybe. I so don't then know. What, what do you need? You're very funny. And I think like if you were in a relationship, it's going to don't you think it kind of the, the fact that you were then spending all your time and energy on a relationship? Do you think it, it harmed your growth as a comedian? I don't think so. No. I was doing That's, multiple shows every night. Okay. I wasn't letting it. Aff- and he I, you know, were you writing new material as much as you did right after you got uh dumped no i'm I, I don't know it's always different for me i don't think that affected Marty's anything just looking at me like uh, paul's i just like i love all the roads you're trying to go down <laughs> and none of them are like you're I, you're being like a salacious host i get it salacious so here's the deal salacious <laughs> how with, dare you first of all you're trying to support this false narrative that artists have to be tortured <laughs> to be able to I didn't say that. create uh, i don't think it's torture uh, garbage absolute garbage i don't think it's torture in to a relationship alone. out of a relationship that that's here nor there uh I think you can be in a relationship and be happy and productive and all that stuff. Sure. So right now, it seems like you're looking at this, and this is just through the, sure. the person who's gone to a whole bunch of therapy lenses. Um, 
And is in a very successful relationship. And I'm in Allegedly. a, I'm in a relationship. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say successful because that's like well, you guys I don't have been dating anything. for a while. Yeah, it's my longest relationship, and you live together. We live together. Um, what? Survive the quarantine. Sur- surviving the quarantine. Uh, instead of you know, I would say. So you said like I got I was in this relationship, and I got to kind of see like the other side, and you were mm-hmm. like, and it was great, and that was hearing that is like wow, that's really nice. Um, I would say that's just data that you're like, okay, this is possible. Mm -hmm. When you start talking about like, did he mean it? Did he not mean it? I myself used to get real hot and heavy real quick. I'd meet somebody and right away I was Mm -hmm. like, I love you. This Mm -hmm. is like, let's move in together, which I did a a couple of times. But um, afterwards there would be like, as you were saying, like one time you had sex with the guy, then you guys broke up that afternoon. Mm -hmm. And then another time you'd sex with the guy. And then what, what was the... Plan B. He was an oh, plan B. Okay. Yeah. I had both of those examples. Uh, one was just like, and I don't know, or, or I don't know. Sometimes I think a guy will be like, or a girl will be like, let's do one for the road. And I, you know what I mean? Not, already, a, not a fun thing. They've to already do. checked out. You're already checked out and you're just like one for the road. Maybe the birth control, like the, the, oh shit, we got to get a pregnancy test. That was another breakup where in my head, I'm like, this is the like the bit the la- like I gotta get out of this. When, right. Once this but is were you negative. dropping hints before then, I or think, were you still saying I love you? You're the love of my life. We're gonna be together forever because that is I've the issue. Both. I've done both. That's fucked up, Marty. So sure. So like that but, is manipulation at well, its finest, it's not, and that is on. why I'm angry. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to talk about sure, it. Sure, yeah. Bit. No, uh, I, I honestly I do I want to try to understand. Also, also, you know, everybody's done shitty things in relationships, and they're not like. You know, nobody's perfect for nobody's sure. Nobody's perfect for sure. Uh, what's weird is every once in a while I will see somebody on Facebook and I'll be like, "Oh my god, I remember that person," and I'll I'll click on message and I'll be like, "What did I message this person last?" And I'll see some like old like mm-hmm. interactions. Like, oh, shit. And there were certain certain what you know hookups, relationships, whatever, dating for a couple weeks, where it was like I was in for sure. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, this I'm been so into this person," and then for whatever reason, I just was like. It changed, and I didn't feel that way. It was never like if I I know if I say like I didn't read some book that was like, hey, say you like I know this is crazy, but like I think I'm in love with you. Like I never read a book. Or yeah, anything it's not like, like that. an intent. No one has. No one. No, no not not no one. People do. Sure, I, people I would do. say ninety percent. Or some of the people guys. just think like, aren't you just supposed to say that or do that or whatever? But like, I mean, I was I was on both sides of that coin where it was like I was like, this is the greatest, and then the next you know, week they were just not like that is the weirdest thing to get like ghosted when you're just like, what the fuck? Like we're yeah. crushing it, talking and everything. Listen, you know I'm a lawyer. I talk about it often. But when I have legal questions or I have legal issues that I'm facing, I go to my friend Scott Shapiro. So if you've been injured on the job, um I need compensation you might be entitled to money that you don't even know about. And that holds true for workers' compensation, personal injury, all that stuff. Um, my friend Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers and doing entertainment law for almost 20 years now. You need to contact him, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He is legitimately one of the best people and best lawyers I know. Um, If you call him, you tell him Singles Only sent you or I sent you, it's a free consultation. Granted, it's a free consultation anyway, probably, but boom, 
just throw my name so I can uh, stay in business here. Um, he is a full-service law firm in addition to workers' compensation cases, work injuries. He handles litigation. He handles all your legal needs for entertainment law. So those of you who are entertainers out there have legal questions. He's your guy. Again, free consultation. Don't take a chance and not get a lawyer. 312-648-8800 or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. But it wasn't just like a, a couple week fling. We were together for a yeah, year. Yeah, no, for well, sure. Well, you're talking about three different situations. You're talking Absolutely. about two right. guys so, and then you're talking about that And thing. that's the other issue. Every other dude before this dude I've dated has been like a dick. Everybody knew they were assholes. They my, were warning my, you before. They were, they were douchebags. My friends knew it. My family knew it. In the back of my mind, I knew it. This person was different. We had mutual sure. friends. I met his family. He met my family. Like everyone was. We all met him. So sure that guy. he was the night. I don't, I don't know anymore. I'm not you sure. Think because all facade i what would be the motivation though that's my point that's what i'm confused about because but i what he's <laughs> sorry well, go ahead it. say what you're gonna say do you need a second i'll jump in i have a theory uh i have i have a theory that uh this is probably and a lot of people are probably listening to this and like this happened to me too and i think that uh it's probably like a pattern it's probably happened before you has know? he been in other relationships and, uh, this guy? And, uh, you know, it happens like that. And it's just like people get into relationships and they're not, you know, they haven't figured all their own shit out. You know, there's a saying, hurt people, hurt people. And uh, it's a good one for a reason because it's a great, you know, saying because it's very true. And again, like, you know, what am I, the voice of reason or whatever? And I'm not trying to like defend anybody on here, but I think there's a lot of people, myself included, who have patterns and if you fail to recognize those patterns and work on them, which is what I did, uh, you'll be stuck in the same position. But and he has dating people. Hold on. See, at this point, his whatever is is like it's not irrelevant, but it's mm-hmm. like we need if if I'm being your friend, which I am, it's like, okay, why are we dating? You know, you keep saying like every guy dates this, every anytime it's like all these absolutes. Then you have to be like, oh, okay. Then now I have to, because I I used to date a certain type of person. Patterns of your because doing. I didn't care if I hurt them. Honestly, that was like what I because it wasn't there was real was real low stakes. It was like there's no way this is gonna work out anyway. So if I'm just like, oh fuck, I thought I was super duper in love with you, but I'm not. Meh, they're fine. I'm fine. We're all out drinking the next night. But when it's when you're with somebody and you're just like, oh, this is like a person I should like give my best effort towards and everything like that. Because I always remember, remember Loveline? Mm-hmm. You probably don't remember Loveline. Loveline, when we were, when when Paul and I were young teenagers and stuff, it was on the radio every night, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. And it was like the best show. I know right. Adam Carolla is a fucking weirdo now, whatever, but it was the best show. And I remember this one call in particular where this woman was just like, this always happens every time. And they're just like, and Dr. Drew goes, okay, next time you see a guy and you're like, Ugh. he's like, ignore that guy. But next time a guy likes you and you're like, oh, this guy's so fucking boring. He goes, date that guy for like a month see and just happens. see what happens. Yeah. Of just kind of like sure. well, that's dating a- the same. Because it's like, how many times are you like, you can meet somebody. And I've, I remember saying this to someone after a show one time. I'm like, I haven't met you, but I've met you. I know exactly how this is going to go. You know what I mean? You're just like, I know how this is going to go. And you, after a while, you just kind of like. Pattern. Yeah, that's a pattern. But, but. I, to be fair to Sarah, I think this guy was different than the other guys. Yeah, that's dated. what I was trying to say. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So what is it? Let me ask you this question. Um, in, the, in the sense of 
was he, what do you know about his pet? Like, did he date anyone as long as he dated you before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had a, like a lot of long term relationships, okay. and he was dealing with um some some, he had stuff. some personal shit going yeah, on. Yeah, when from we what met, know, and, yeah. but you know when we met, it was such a instant thing that and you know i wasn't looking for anything because i didn't trust anybody he was not looking for anything but we decided like we cannot ignore this like we like fell in love immediately and i so i think then the quarantine happened and like all that shit kind of caught up to him and i totally get that that's absolutely horrible that sucks i'm but my number one motto in life and it's always been like just put just for a second put yourself in somebody else's shoes and I don't think he ever uh, did that with me because he was saying things like every you know I, I noticed something was up I thought it was just corona you know we're all fucking quarantined everyone's depressed everyone's mm-hmm. confused he was being weird I, I would ask him what was wrong nothing does it have to do with us absolutely not he would say that he would flat out lie to me how long was that happening uh since, since for like for like a month or two since right. the quarantine and then my birthday happened. I thought we were all good. And, but it's like you said, he was. He, you say that people like that are are, and myself included, in that would be like, well, he doesn't want to hurt you, right? But it ends up being it like ends you up said, being yeah. even worse. worse. And, yeah. and it's the fact that I told him when we first met, communication, communication, communication right. that's my number one thing. Please, like, if you feel something, tell me immediately. And so the actual re and I joke on stage. I think I say, uh, "How do you break up with someone in quarantine? What are you gonna say? I want to see other people, like <laughs> one, you know." And it crushes. And uh, I, but what he actually said was, uh, "I love you so much. I, I love you so so much. I just can't be with anybody right now. I want you in my life. I love you so much. I can't be in a relationship yeah. right now." And then I and then he cut me off completely, and I haven't heard from him so. So what do you, I mean, now that you've had some time to digest it, though, do you have more ideas of what it is? Do you think it's I've, something? Oh, my God. I have so many things. I've what are on. your theories? My, a couple of my friends think he cheated on me. A couple of my friends think he's back with his ex. A couple of my friends think he's gay. A couple of my friends, like everything under the sun. Yeah. Any kind of excuse. Uh, and then a bunch of my friends and my mom and my sisters and my family, they don't even know what to tell me because they're confused. They're just yeah. like, we don't know why. But he you know, would it's do not that. you, right? Like, do See, you that's really think what my therapist said? And I fucking hate when people tell me that because fine, it might not be me. He might be going through something really bad. Mm-hmm. But in my head, even if that's partly true, what I think about is if someone can do that to me and not care at all, what does that say about me? What do you mean he doesn't care? Well, I haven't heard from him. I've well, literally been in like the worst. But if he did, if okay, let's if the opposite side of that is if you did hear from him, what would that do other than prolong the pain? Like in, prove in that, that he, he he gives a shit. This is right. somebody I talk to all day every day for a year, and stopped. then I stop. It was like a switch went right. on and off. I need maybe to, he's protecting himself too. Maybe he is like this is something that he's going through, and he just knows if he talks to you again, he's gonna be back in a position where, for some reason, this isn't a healthy or working relationship. For totally. Him. Then say that to me. Yeah. I haven't heard any of that. Mm-hmm. I just heard lies. <laughs> well, what's the lies? Well, the lies were you love my life. I want to be with you forever. I still love you. I want you in my life. And then so silence. May I step in as somebody who's done this to to people i've dated uh you're probably better off not talking to him because if i'm correct and i think i am i don't think there's anyone else i don't think he's gay i think yeah. he's very depressed and it probably has some his of his own self-worth Demons issues going on sure. probably felt like an imposter and you were going to break up with him anyway at some point or whatever he's dealing with but here's the, the couple things that will happen or or could possibly happen 
knowing him because I, I think that I did the same thing. So you don't want to talk to him because when you do, he's going to fall right back. Everything, exactly. oh, we should be together. And yes. then he'll break up with you again. Um, that will definitely happen. Mm-hmm. He will he will, he will be back at some point because he'll realize like, oh man, shit, I fucked up. Uh, and then if you got back together, this would happen again. This is going to happen with whoever. And then so what, what happens is, uh, and it's so hard. I don't think people realize like some people just want to be alone because they're so depressed. And especially with the quarantine, I think that's made people even more like, oh man, yeah, this is the way to go. Like, I think there's going to be like a part of society that are just like, I don't really do oh, anything anymore. Sure. I'm an inside yeah. person now. The that, mental health after this is over is yeah. going to be Pe- insane. I've talked to people who are A-OK, who, and it's just like the first time you hang out, everyone's just kind of like, I've heard I about people that were sober for like 10 years and they've started sure, drinking. Sure, yeah. sure, Yeah. So again, I know that you're, and it's like, like I said, if, if, if I was giving you advice, uh, I would be like, you know, there's, it's not like you're like, oh, you keep doing you. You're fine. I would be like, why are we keep on finding these type of people or whatever? But I would say, like, you don't want to talk to him because if you do, he, I'm telling you, it's going to be like. It's going to be toxic. Him in the room with you For will sure. be like a drug addict getting that drug again and being like, <gasps> and, I, and I just need to like <gasps> and maybe, take all of you in. And, and, maybe and then the next day he'll go, oh, no. And maybe he's doing this purposely to not hurt you because he knows that. It's going to be toxic, whether it's for him or for you. Maybe he does have some self-awareness. I think he's emotionally immature. If I'm going off of the, uh, you know, because and again, I was emotionally immature. That's the thing, though. I'm I only so date okay. guys older than me. This guy's um, eight years older than me. Oh, well, you can't go me. by age. How can was? Come on, I yeah. know guys who were. I know I'm, guys who were emotionally immature. Paul, look at Paul's. Yeah, Paul, that's I, true. My nephew, seven. My nephew's <laughs> like, yeah. My nephew is so much more, um, you know, mature on that level than Paul. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> But I'm telling you, these dudes will, and that's another thing too, which is like, I wish there was like, you know, National Breakup Day where it's like, no one's getting mad. No one, it's okay. It's like the purge, but for breakup, National Breakup Day, no one gets mad. Landlords are like, "Uh, it's okay, fucking fine. You can all go. And on National Breakup Day, on National Breakup Day, no one's mad. And so many people would, if I'm telling you out there, if there was like, okay, like, you know, you're doing a show. People would know it's coming. If anyone breaks up tonight, you can't get mad. You just have to, okay, fine. But there are people who are still with people because they don't want to, quote, unquote, hurt them. Not knowing by staying with them, you're hurting them. Sure. And that's what I knew when I started. So it's like when I was in my 30s, I would mostly date, you know, people in their 20s because that's just who was out. You know what I mean? And it's safer. And you're just like, whatever. But I mean, like when you start dating somebody who's like in their like mid thirties and they're like, I really want kids. Like I felt like an asshole wasting their time. I'm like, right. oh, I'm going to waste your time. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. So who knows? I, and like I don't know. Not, not that any of this has to help or any, no, I, mean, I like, mean, there's no right thing to say. You are saying, um, almost exactly what my therapist said, which uh, is true. Cause I'm technically not, not a the therapist. national breakup. Day, no, not that. I'm technically a therapist. I like the national breakup day a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But then every day it'd be like, let's say it's like June 15th. Everyone's like, Ooh, what's gonna happen? And I mean, <laughs> like, also the also are you with, calling me with National Breakup Day? You can never get back together, or you you oh, will both be finalized. killed. You'll both be killed. It's a perch, and it. your family will be killed. <laughs> See, and your family. but I'm telling you, I I was just killed? thinking about you. Got to enforce rules. Uh, I was just thinking because I was walking around, and sometimes I'll I'm a maniac, and I'll walk to where exes used to live just because it's like a point to be like, oh yeah, they lived over there. Or like if I lived with them there, I'll walk there as like a, a guide point just to get steps in. And I was thinking about one relationship where I was just like, 
oh man, like what was I, you know what I mean? Like you're just like in them. But then another one, we broke up and then I was just doing my thing. She was doing her thing and I didn't even think about her. And then I saw her and I was like, we got to get back together. And then right when we did, I was like, probably like four months maybe. Oh, okay. You know, she looked great. I was like, oh fuck. What did I do? Yeah. It was in the summer. She's all tan. I'm like, ah shit. And then we got back together and then I was like, what did I do? do?" Yeah. But I was so fucking emotionally immature and you know, it would be like one of those where like you ever break up with someone and you're like, fucking, can we wrap this up? I want to go meet up with my friends or go get a burrito after this. Okay. So what changed for you? What made you not do that and not, you know, for this person in particular, like, yes, you need, obviously I think he needs to talk to somebody and not give, is that what I hurt somebody who was a really awesome person when they suck. It's easy to just be like, I'm out. But when they're really great, but that's what I'm feeling. I feel like I suck and I'm worthless. No, 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 no. How can, okay, you're, come I know what you're on. saying. I know what you're saying, but I've had so much time to just sit in my fucking apartment and think of this. Like, come on, I, how can I not think? How that? can you? I, that's the thing that it boggles I just, me. I, I don't think yeah, you. you I don't, think you we, shouldn't think that we have a self worth issue here. Yeah, that's nothing. I, well, I, I don't understand I how someone can do that. You'll get to a point where I think you'll look back at, at, at some of these guys and be like, "How did you even get?" Past the doorman into into Club Sarah. You the know pa- what I mean? The past guys for sure, but like, this is my first. Like, this is my first. This now. sounds so lame, but You're my first adult. See, years shut old. the no, fuck no, no, up. No, no, I hate when fine. people say that shit. I'm Why? T- because I have fucking feelings and I'm an adult. Okay. The last have, real relationship can... I had, I was 18. So this is my first. You you, know, okay, wait. Let's talk about that for a second. 18 to like 21. So you're you're saying that you had a real relationship uh, with another person when you were 18 years old. Yeah. Your brain isn't even formed yet when you're right. 18. So oh. this is the first kind of real I'm not. Qu- I'm not saying that, but the fact that you think... Here, what you just said is very revealing to me so here's what i'm saying if you i think don't know if that, you should be hosting this show what are you legally i don't know if you should be hosting oh, this I've, show i've got a degree in, I'm, a, I'm a day coach uh oh, no you were 18 and and if you're still looking back at that relationship with fondness as uh, other than other than the fact that you know obviously you were young and it was a fun time then you are still going to grow as a human being and look back at this and say like Marty said, you're going to be like, oh, how did this guy even get past the door? I'm such an evolved human being now. 26, you're you're in your prime now. You're getting you're getting to like adulthood. You are an adult, but when you're 18, like, my God, for sure. And that's why I do look back at it and think, what the fuck? That was so. And stupid. that was what eight years ago okay. for you. And now maybe I will think that about about this situation mm-hmm. now, but. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. Of course, right now it's still it's still. What is your what is your uh, because what what kind of advice does your therapist give you? I'm curious. Because well, I genuinely think he, the guy I did when I was 18, and every other guy, I don't think they're good guys. I genuinely think as as mad as I am, I think he's a good guy. Sure. Um, she uh she knows everything. I told her everything, and she said he is uh not in a good place, Mm -hmm. and he cannot be. Uh, with any, she said, you should have never, you guys should have never dated. In Were the there any place. red flags? Like, cause I, I was just telling, we maybe fought once in a year. Okay. Cause I was, I was just, uh, telling, uh, Sarah who I date a red flag with someone else. And I was just like, I would have saved myself so much time and pain if I just was like, that's weird. But I was like, mm, she's passionate. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no red flags. <laughs> yeah. we, we had one 
And that's totally fine. By, uh, like, just the pandemic and when it all started yeah. and everybody was depressed, everybody was confused. Yeah, everybody I, it doesn't was. count to me. No. And, and like I said, I would ask, everything okay? Are you mad at me? Are we okay? And he would constantly say, yeah, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. I, so. I, I don't think that you, the this guy, I agree with you. I don't think it's like the same as the other guys who you said are assholes and stuff. And he could be a good guy, like your therapist said. Or maybe he's just in a bad place, whatever. But to... To question your worth based on this relationship failing is just not fair to you. And and I would tell you, because uh, I hate you, um, <laughs> that you're a horrible person. But in this situation, like, it's not you. It definitely is not you. But can you understand why part of me sure. is like, how can someone that's... Cause I won't get into it, but the things he said to me sure. are things that nobody has said to me. And maybe and, and maybe he just flings those things out because he's older. He's been in many relationships like this. Maybe it doesn't mean a lot to I him. I think he means it at the time. Yeah, Words I was just going to say. mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I never, ever, ever, ever say things good or bad that I don't mean. I don't get yeah. the point of it. I don't understand. I, I have, don't think he's a crazy person. I don't think he's like this uh, psychopath who's intending to to mislead you. I think like Marty he's said- He's a hurt he, person who needs therapy. He believes that. Yep. He believes that. And even if he that's why you gotta stay away from him. Even if because I'm telling you, I know this guy. I feel like an FBI like fucking guy. I know I, this guy. I know this guy because I am this guy. But that's why they hire criminals because we know how to fucking <laughs> what bust if each other. The whole other. time we were talking about Marty. Listen, he's right talking here. about there's, himself with listen, the serpent. Sarah, there's some. If an ex of mine heard this, they'd be like, "That's what you did to me, you piece of shit." Like uh-huh. I'm telling you. So. You gotta stay away from him. I also don't think. I mean, that, I, I, I and, he's not talking to me. I have no choice. What, like, let's let's. I'm not your teacher, but like, I would say, just like work on yourself. I think it's the sweet, the 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 most beautiful thing that you said was like that you got this like taste of what quote unquote a Magical. good relationship is. Right? And you're like, that was great. I loved it. I love those things being said. This and that, but when there's people who you know, like I'm uh, with the. Um, Epstein thing and the like uh, uh, his partner Jelaine or she got caught and they were they were interviewing one of the victims and they're like they both were saying things about me that no one's ever said about me before and it made me feel so good and it's like so some people are going to say it and mean it and that's great other people will say it feel it at the time but like you said maybe they're just saying it because they think like that's what you want to hear is this what adults say you know because some people we walk around looking like adults, but like in our brains, it's like a little kid pulling the levers. So how do you know when it's real and when it's not? You have to, unfortunately, just go through it. And sometimes it's great. And sometimes like, you get and dumb. That's, real that's the scariest the part about this whole sure. thing. How do you ever, ever, ever trust anybody? Well, fully? You're, you're building up your armor, you know, and that sucks. But it's like most people have had their heart broken. If you're one of the lucky ones who've never had your heart broken, congratulations. That's great. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's like you build that armor and you're just like this. You like, there will be the next, you know, guy who comes up to you, who spouts all that shit. And you're just going to be like, I I've think this, this is before. all bullshit. And that oh, like, to I me, am... when I, this is like when I, cause I've, I mean, I've, I was way down when I moved back to Chicago, way down depression wise and stuff. And one of the things besides just generally getting my shit together was like, I got to figure out this relationship stuff. Cause again, hurt somebody didn't want to hurt him, but I felt bad about it. And it was like, I got to figure out what am I doing wrong? And one of the, for me, like one of the best like things was like me saying like, Oh, that's a red flag. I should not hook up with this person. Mm -hmm. And then not hooking up with that person. And then, you know, being like, that was the right move later, really realizing that was the right move. But like, 
that was where I was like, oh shit, that's like a little victory. And then just like building on those victories. Mm -hmm. And it is cliche to say that it's going to make you stronger and like you're going to learn from this thing, but you really are. Like this is your first real big yeah. heartbreak. You yeah. learn from it or don't. Yeah. You know? It's and like there's some people who are this, unaware. Well, she will because number one, she's already learning about it. She's going yep. to therapy. She's doing way things that are way more mature for people than when Dude, I was 26. For sure. I, if I was, when I was hurt when I was 26, I just. I just did a lot of drugs. 26, I'd well, be see, like, who I else looks like you? Yeah. I got to find them and hook up with them and post I, pictures of them. I yeah. did. I, there, you know, there, June was very, very, very dark. Listen, I told you I had a special treat for listeners, loyal listeners of the show, Singles Only. And here it is. You heard me talk about the book Perfect Pain, which is a memoir by my friend Param Parastron. It's an awesome book about his journey, his life journey of how he had this perfect life on paper, family, successful career, money, everything, but he had an underlying pain that he didn't address. And this book addresses that. It addresses his life in an amazing way. He had such a cool life, um, and he had some personal demons that he struggled with, and through therapy, he conquers that. It's a great book. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Read it, perfectpain.com. But here's what I'm going to do. I talked to the author, Param Parastron, and he is going to let me give away a book every week. Here's what you have to do to get a free book. Subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. Once you've given us a review, five-star review, um, message me and tell me you did it, and I'm going to send you the book. Once, one a week, we're going to do this until we run out of books. I've got 22 to give away, it sounds like. So perfectpain.com if you want to buy the book, available on Amazon and available in auto, audiobook too. But if you are a listener of this podcast, all you got to do is review this podcast and then message me and say, hey, I reviewed it. Or if there's a way to contact you, I'll figure it out. Um, and you're going to get a book sent to you. You don't even have to leave your house. You're going to get a free book. Once a week, I'm doing this for the book Perfect Pain by Param Parastron. It's a great book. I want everyone to read it. I want to make this a bestseller and get the, the far of our bump, the singles only bump. So buy it today or give us a review and get your free copy. And when you like it, don't lend it to other people. Make them buy it too because it supports this author and this journey. Perfect pain, Param Parastron. I didn't do any, it was, it was depressing, but now I'm just kind of like, I, you know, how long can I sit and feel sorry for yeah. myself? So I, um, I'm obviously writing a lot. I have a new, very strict weight loss and exercise program and I'm down eight pounds. Congratulations. And I, sh if I do it correctly, I will hit my goal weight by Christmas, which is very exciting. Cool. Goals and are I just awesome. want to feel good about myself because yeah. I'm, because I'm not right now. And yeah. I, obviously that was a huge part of it, but I don't, you know, I, what else can I do right now? Yeah. Yep. There's nothing else. There's no excuse not to. There's nothing else going on. I can't go do a lot of stuff, which is. But can't it's also on. like, okay, then I, I'm like almost forced to like do the stuff. Self that yeah. I should do and, and have Check to do. yourself out in the mirror. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, it's, and it, obviously you, you've seen people's breakups and in your head you're probably like, what are you, what are you sad about? This is the best thing that ever happened. Or like, you know, it's so easy to see other people's situations and it's just like, duh, just do this. That's yeah. always the easiest mm -hmm. thing. But, uh, you know, whenever anybody uh, through therapy and stuff like that, it's like, 
you can go and just be like, that ah, was a waste of time. I didn't really even need to go to that therapy session. But then there's other times where you're like, all right, I'm going to like legit try to like figure shit out, which it sounds like you're doing. Mm-hmm. But like the patterns and the stuff like that, like just like, you know, the the more that you're just like, mm, I don't know about this one. I think the better off you'll be. And yeah. he will come back crawling, crawling back, whatever. That's cliche. <laughs> but like you will get a very sweet message. And it will make know. you question everything. I don't know, Marty. I'm telling you. I, I know. Well, I know. He, trust even me. Even if you I've, do, what is that going to give you? Closure? Like, what does that mean? I right now, I have. It no, might even I have be no worse. Closure. That I have, sure. no, no, I have no real explanation. I have no. I, all I have is I, it ended on a lie kind of thing. Like, did you contact him again to be like, what the fuck? I the last the very last thing I ever said was uh, because Marty knows depression and anxiety your main you joke your main course is depression yeah my main course is anxiety and then yeah. i have a side dish of anxiety uh depression. depression and i got diagnosed when i was like eight or nine because i got diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder mm-hmm. and i was touching and tapping like all hours of the night and i did <laughs> i was so little and i didn't understand why my brain was telling me these things that i literally got into a depression and you're like, what does an eight year old have to be depressed about? I like wanted to die. I wanted mm-hmm. to like kill myself. It got to the point like where my dad had to like take the sharp things out of my desk. And I've, I've never told anybody yeah. this, but like, cause I didn't understand why my brain was doing this. And how, how do you explain to an eight year old why your brain's doing the, you know, I got out of that and I haven't felt that since like right now. Mm-hmm. So it's been like very, 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 very dark and the only person I would normally talk to this about was him because yeah. he was my best friend. I talked right. to him every day. He, you know, it's so cliche, but it's like, that's, so I said, Hey, I'm, I'm like really struggling. This is really hard. I'm in a dark place. I'm thinking dark. And you things. reached out to him. I reached out to him and he said, if it's that bad, you should talk to a professional. And that's the last thing. He I te- ever heard this from. would be a text. Yeah. That's the last thing I ever heard from him. Yeah. It's kind of heartless. <laughs> I mean, that just, that, the, again, but then the, what is the, the right FBI profiler yeah. in me is, is he's, <laughs> he's gone down this road before yeah and it's and it's it sucks and it's like oh man i really hate this person but then you just put the phone down and you roll back over and watch whatever bullshit you're watching and you're in your own little selfish world like if I've, I've, I've i'm telling you man that's just the deal yeah it's and again years from now if he finally figures it out or whatever some people will never figure it out and they'll just continue hurting people uh, but but thinking like I'm getting away from you, so I'm saving you. Right. You know, like, I I mean, right. I, I spewed all that bullshit. So it's like, uh, so maybe he'll figure it out. Maybe he won't. That's not your problem, mm-hmm. you know. But for you, the again, the mo- I don't want to sound like I'm harping, like, on the same thing. But it's just like, like, what do, uh, not what do we, you're going to have to do it yourself. I can't help you. I mean, I would have to charge you. If to help you. <laughs> but very reasonable rates. Oh, but okay. I mean, like, what what can you do to, like, build your armor up where... The next time a shitty person comes in, it's just like, you know, in, in the end of the Matrix when Keanu Reeves is like, yeah, get out of here. I know how to do all the karate now. You know, like <laughs> you need to get like that where it's like even like whether it's like, you know, for you the or whatever, who, whatever you're into. We've all had those bad people at shows drunk and you're and like, what's your deal? And you're like, I know I can fuck you, but like this is going to be such a night. Like just just you know i'll find someone who looks like you on porno just please leave right now you know what i mean where it's just like i shouldn't do every weekend yeah okay paul let's (laughs) let's pump the brakes paul but you know what i'm saying you gotta figure out you gotta figure out what you can do to you know get tough and 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 raise your standards and figure out you know who and and if you're with somebody shitty 
that's keeping you from being with other people who yeah, are you're wasting possibly your time. not shitty. But you also, but there's no, there's no shame in being alone too. While you're, I was you're gonna alone. say the, the thought of even doing that right now is, and that's what's good. That's what's gonna yeah. grow because now you're gonna have those conversations at the end of the night. We're like, have I heard this spiel before? Or you're gonna be like, is this worth it? Like, but every once in a while, separate? if you want to be like, well, you know, yeah. I deserve a little fun, Flame. go have fun. Yeah. But See, like, I don't. But like, when's the next time I'm gonna be in Little Rock, Arkansas? Right? <laughs> well, maybe not there. I but. don't know. I'm not. I'm not into that stuff. I Anymore. think I, no, I'm not into like it takes me a long time to get comfortable with someone sexually. That's I, good. I think I've told you because of stuff that's ha- happened in my past. It just takes a while to just get so one night stands. Like I'll do them. They, they, they do. They I'll do. Tell so you know, actually, I've only, I've only done one. But like, here's I'll tell you the test. This is how you test I, guys. I don't like them. This is There's, how you test guys. I don't guys. Pl- get pleasure out of them. If a guy you're talking to it and you say that to a guy and he's just like, so just like oral or like, what are we talking? Like, be like, <laughs> so just like I, oral. I think you need to go. Oh, okay. So, but if he's just like, job, no eye that's contact. fine. We're just talking anyway. Why does then he have like, that accent oh, too? Because it's Little Rock. Oh yeah, that's right. She took uh, his name is like I don't get Chad. Chase Clinton. He's like a Clinton. He's like related. It's like Clayton. okay, Chase Clinton. Well, one of my friends was like, well. This is good now because you get to have a slut phase. And I'm like, I don't even want to. I don't think that. COVID slut phases are very good. Safe right now. I don't right even want to. Boys or girls out that. there. Didn't I, you have that phase? I've done, I guess so. But like, <laughs> I, it, fr- I really I don't her. get Paul, a lot I'm out of it. I'm filing paperwork, Paul. I'm filing Sarah paperwork. Sarah is so mean to me every I day. I am. He's a small. But also, <laughs> remember, remember. You don't know that. I know, have I you know. Ever, Have you ever hurt anybody? Um, yes. for sure. But, okay. the, but it goes back to my point of saying at the second I knew something, I yeah. wasn't feeling it. I let them know right okay. away. Well, that was they very, were, that's mature. There was very mature. Because, but I don't, I don't, I'm a bad liar. I don't like lying to people. I don't like saying things just because I know they want to hear it. That would make me feel so awful. But speaking inside. from somebody who doesn't, I, I'm not a psychopath like Marty was where I was just saying things. I also am very non-confrontational. That's and okay. I, I, and your guy was kind of like this too, where it's like, I kind of wait till someone breaks up with me and they're like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, this kind of, do you do the move where you just act so shitty? They're like, I got, no, I don't, dump I don't this do Cause I I've say, done that too. I, I did say that I'm not as day. shitty as you. I just kind of like, I just like stop being a good, like not good, but I just kind of was like, I'm just, here and maybe that's like, what he do you, was doing maybe do you think we was... should break up maybe like do you think we should I don't, I maybe that's what he was it. doing you change your voice like that i don't even thought about it i never thought about it I didn't that's like so that. god yeah. i just here's the deal sucks. you're just dealing with boys you know what i mean and you that's what a he's not a boy he's a man no no, no i think he's, he's only like i think he's 60 40 boy 60 40 he's 60 40 boy and i think if you really look into your heart you know he's 60 40 boy he's a lot younger yeah, sixty forty boy. So it's like my age. <laughs> you fucking wish, dude. <laughs> you just like you just changed the rules where I think you're just like, well, I don't want a relationship, so it's cool. Well, I was like, no, you just moved the goal. Here's line. my here's my problem, Marty, and I do appreciate what you're saying. <laughs> like you're just like, I don't have here's a girlfriend, so I'm going to adopt Marty. the I don't persona think that, of who wants a girlfriend. I don't Jesus. think that a relationship should define people, and I think society sure. makes that such a thing, like where people are like, well, when are you going to settle down, like? Sarah's an well. That's very, like a, what an old person says. Hold on a down. second. With Sarah, I don't think you're even doing much that re- requires settling down. Me? No, I'm saying for Sarah, <laughs> she's like this young, independent mind, Ooh. and she's got a great future ahead of her yeah. in comedy. Aww. And I feel like, and and that's why I asked the question. I feel like you kind of stifle your growth 
in a in in some relationships because you get so focused on for sure making it work for and sure. because it makes you happy for sure which is good if that's what you want but if you're a very ambitious person like myself and I think you are uh, oh no <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not ambitious I'm the opposite I said of ambitious Sarah, no I, I know I know you. I was laughing that it, you know I'm not ambitious <laughs> yeah right which is, like which is fun Marty and I would have anyway but to me <laughs> you're young I got and my you taxes have, done with some. <laughs> How's that for ambition? Marty chooses not to do a show just so everyone knows because he, nah, I don't want to have to deal with the paperwork. <laughs> How to stay, baby. I don't oh want to fuck with it. Oh, my God. No, but, no, no. But it's, what I'm saying, Sarah, what I was saying season. is uh, that, like, this is a good time for you to start seeing, like, and making those decisions. Like, do I, do I want to waste, not waste time, but spend time with someone where I can instead be on the road, maybe opening for some huge comedian? For sure. And that's where I think, like, you're so young that you can you have time to find this magical experience that you had. Treat yourself like a comedy club, and you're the booker. You're letting a lot of of just open micers, not great talent in the club. You know what I mean? See, I don't want that. I, I don't want that either. I don't. I am so done because even you don't if like I, comedy club analogies. Even no, I don't. Please don't compare me to a fucking comedy club. These guys I, are running the light I don't. of love. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. No, means. He, he didn't run the line. Hey, it was a quick spot. Under oh. eight I, even if I find that person in t- t- you know, 10, 15 years, even if it's a long day, uh, always in the back of my mind, I'm always going to be thinking yeah. that people just say things just to say them. It's it's yeah. And okay, that was one situation, blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's like... Do we have a pattern? Do you know? Is there like... If I if someone showed up, if I, if I was like casting, mm-hmm. stay away from this guy, Sarah's... Tattoos, it, long hair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no, Marty. No, 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 no. I'm... <laughs> Get out of here. No, but is there a, a type? Oh, for sure. Okay. Physically, you mean? Okay. Or, or so when you see that, like, you, I don't think you should date anybody who owns black jeans. No. I think that would take care of no, pretty much most like, of your issues. That's literally my favorite thing. Sorry. You got to stop dating guys with black jeans. Just black jeans. That'll take care of everything. But I don't. Now, you got to, and that's like, put it in no, your Tinder bio, nonsense. whatever. If you own black jeans, I can't don't date you. Don't go on you. Tinder right I'm now. Never, I'll allow, I'm not I'll allow gray, but not black <laughs> jeans. What about dark gray? Sure, but not black. Okay, fine. That's great. No black Don't jeans. listen to Marty. <laughs> Wait, this is actually kind of I know. funny bit. I know. Can I steal it? Can't. Sure, go ahead. No but black jeans. When you, they're so hot. Say it. Though. Think about it. Sarah. In your heart. Don't listen to Marty on that part. You can no, date whoever I've, you want. I have but, no interest. And in you don't have. Oh no, I meant that just for the next like three, three months. months. Yeah. No black jeans I, for three okay, months. Oh, okay. Hey, remember Christmas? You got that date set. Let's throw black yeah, jeans. Yeah, I'm gonna be. On. I'm gonna look hot. Let's throw and black jeans on Christmas. No okay. black Just, jeans till Christmas. Okay. And if Just, you and when you hit your goal, I'll buy you a nice pair of black jeans. Oh, okay. Wait, now that's actually incentive. There's your goal. There you um, go. before we're we're way over time here, but I oh. wanted to say, you are awesome. You don't worry about this self worth bullshit that you're feeling right now. <laughs> it's gonna be. Aww. It's gonna happen. Obviously, you're gonna go through therapy and stuff, and that's great. But the truth is, like, you are gonna have so many. Like Marty said before, you're gonna be like. You're going to look back on this and be like, how did this guy get into Club Sarah? And honestly, like... Sorry, we're focus- so No, that's what we I call my pussy. We can't, you know, think of anything but comedy club analogy. I said Club Sarah like a... I wasn't thinking like night a club. Like a dance club. I was thinking a nightclub. Yeah. Wow, Club Sarah. It's I don't, cozy. Not, everything's comedy, Martin. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I just I have think an arrest, that, I have a wrestling analogy next, oh, so go ahead, God. Paul. Um, but I'm just saying, like... This is a good time to like focus on your career and uh, and I and I do think as much as you say like no it didn't affect it I was with you like I saw like you are you you definitely got shows that you didn't affect your shows or everything you still crushed it all the time but like your goals for comedy and stuff mm-hmm. kind of probably took a, a back uh, yeah a, a thing for a while yeah like 
and now you can focus on that. For sure. Yeah. That's my thought. That was so nice. And you don't have to get in a relationship. Can I, shit, can I, can we end on my story about my vagina? Yeah. Okay. So I told. That's going to get you DMs though. So I, I I don't (laughs) care. I told Paul and Paul actually like laughed out loud of this. So I think I need to turn it into a bit. I got a UTI from having. The gentleman. The last time I had sex with this person. Yes. It was bad. I went, it's this whole thing. I had insurance issues. I had to go to the ER and then the urgent care and then the ER again. Long story short, I had three, like three UTIs in three months. All these antibiotics weren't working. I had to go to a urologist, mm-hmm. which like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Am I like an 85-year-old man like mm-hmm. Paul? Mm-hmm. And um, 57. I, <laughs> and I go and I'm telling her all of my symptoms. And she goes, I'm pretty sure I know what this is, but let's take a look. So she fingers me a little bit. And she goes, yep. Yeah, professionally. And she goes, you have pelvic floor dysfunction. And I go, well, no, it's not my pelvic floor that's hurting. It's like my urethra. Like it feels like I have UTI. It feels like someone's pinching my urethra. And she goes, it's all connected down there. And I go, okay, what does that, what does that mean? She said it like that. She's like, it's all connected, baby. It's all connected, baby. And she's fingering me and she goes. What is she doing with her other hand? Like, <laughs> like putting your hair out of your eyes? She goes, she goes, do you have pain during sex? And I go, I mean, I guess I have before, but I've been You had- should have said mental or physical. <laughs> Feel free to write that down. <laughs> I'm writing feel it free down. to write. Feel I'm free to write that down. down right now. Pain for, and then what did she? And and I go. I mean, I guess maybe sometimes she goes because you have the tightest vaginal muscles I've ever felt. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then I pull out my phone and I go, "Could you just say that one more time?" <laughs> <laughs> so then, basically, my, I had a UTI the, when the when the body has a UTI, the mm-hmm. vagina muscles. Like yeah. sync up and they they yeah. they and it's like having TMJ in your jaw and yeah. you're not noticed and so my TMI or my UTI went away but my muscles didn't relax so I've been clenching my pussy this entire time and not knowing it my <sighs> pussy has basically been trying to attack itself so I have to put it's volume yeah. in my a suppository of volume in my pussy every day and to, to relax it and if that doesn't work I have to go back for physical therapy where a woman is going to massage the inside yeah. of my vaginal muscles to make them less tight I saw this documentary <laughs> called I think it was called Buck and Buck was this guy who could he could like break any horse. If your horse was out of control, Buck could like train it and, and make it okay. And uh, one of the things that Buck said, which I I, I kind of think like oh. rings true with this vagina story, this this horse was out of control, and Buck starts talking to the owner, and she's like, "Well, this happened, and this happened, this happened." He goes, "I'm gonna tell you something." He goes, "Horses reflect the owner's mental state, and I think you're very chaotic, and that's why this horse is very chaotic." <laughs> I think your vagina is the same way. I think you're clinched up, and so I think your vagina is doing this. I had well. no idea where you were going. I knew with where that. you were going. Oh, with that. you did. So I okay, so I'm clenched up mentally. Yeah, and, it's and your vagina's the yeah. best part was Sarah your vagina's goes, just following its lead, following yeah. the brain's lead. Yeah. So I was like, do you think there's something wrong with my vagina? Because it's too tight. I'm like, I go, no, guy, it's gonna be like. It's too tight. <laughs> Right? It's like, I was like, I don't think I don't think I told him this at Comedy Bar Open Mic, and he goes, I'm leaving right now to like go meet up with this girl. And I go, okay. And he goes, I'm going to ask her, hey, how tight is your vagina? Because I got a friend I could go back to right now that's even tighter. I just need to know. On that note, where can people find out more about you, Sarah? Um, Other than my tight little little hoo ha.com. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, just my Instagram. I have a, a little pilot. That's been like a year in the making with a bunch of roadblocks, but it's finally coming out Good. any any day now. Um, and that'll be on my Instagram, Sperry and Comedy. Sperry Comedy. Mm-hmm. Marty, where can people find you other than uh, uh, <laughs> most Buck? most times walking up and down uh, Broadway, <laughs> uh, walking up and down Broadway in between Belmont and uh, Webster. <laughs> 
accurate. Marty to Russell, great uh, podcast. Marty and Sarah love wrestling. And our podcast, Make Us a Mixtape, all available on the internet. I'm Paul Farvar. Thank you for listening to this extended version of Singles Only Podcast. But I'm still standing.